wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. podcast your boys matt brian and uh we are taking a a dip down in that in that sweet sweet nectar of pixar that's right yeah. we got a little getting a little plus a little disney plus <laughs> yeah and we're and we're talking about a movie that uh it's for me it was one of those movies that when i, I saw the trailer and i was like oh it could be interesting but it didn't have um it didn't really grab me in in a way that like, oh, I'm going to spend my money on this. Right. They, they felt like there was something missing about it. Like other like Pixar movies kind of like, I think if it's not attached to like a already like property, like the Incredibles two or toy story mm-hmm. four or, or um, cars 17 or planes and or whatever the other one is like, it, you kind of like, like, cause you kind of go, Oh, this maybe might be another good dinosaur where it's you know, just a movie. Yeah, exactly. But uh, this I one, was worried about that. Yeah, this one uh, was not. This one hit you pretty uh, quick in the feels. Yeah, it did, a, it did a good job of doing the things that Pixar does right, which is take something uh, fantastical and show you something human using it. Right. And you, you find usually with Pixar movies, it's they're usually they're love stories. So like, like not like love letters. I mean, like. Uh, Toy Story is, is like a love letter to like childhood and you know and and growing up and and growing up and growing older and uh, The Incredibles is like a child is like a, a a love letter to like fifties like nostalgia superheroes noir mm-hmm. you know something like um, like Finding Nemo is, is like you know a lot of, like wildlife and stuff like that and and you know so Owali is like sci-fi and this one is uh, Pixar's take on fantasy. That's right. Um, they finally did it. They finally right. did it. That's what you're waiting for. Show <laughs> me the magic. I mean, I guess Brave is, is similar in that it has magic in it. Yeah. But, but uh, this one expands on that. Yeah, this one doesn't feel kind of like out of place like Brave does. This one kind of feels like right in the uh, that Pixar groove where, you know, Brave, I think it started out as just like a right. It was started out as a story of a like of a daughter trying to just step out of the, the role of like, you're a princess, you're going to be, like, uh, your marriage is going to be arranged, you really don't have a choice, where, and, and then, the, the second half of the movie is like, whoa, magic bear, and and then, uh, was it, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, Monsters, Monsters, Inc. is, and a big part of it was, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, Monster, Inc. is also kind of, like, uh, the same thing, where, like, it's, it's this fantasy world, where it's, it's not the same, like, uh, uh, it's not earthbound, quote unquote earthbound, I guess, but it does interact with, uh, it does have kind of like a, like a parallel universe to ours where it's like, they have kind of the same things, but like, you know, monster sized. Yeah. Well, like humans are in Toy Story, but it's about, but Toy Story is about something that interacts with humans. Monsters Inc. They're humans in Monsters Inc. But this is about something that interacts with humans. Same with, Finding Nemo, same with uh, oh, Inside Out. Right. Right? These are all these are all movies that use like I guess abstract uh, thing things that that I guess they personify thing like aspects of the human imagination right. to tell us something about ourselves. Um, yeah. And that's pretty incredible because even <laughs> incredible. Good, boom, incredible. And uh, this movie doesn't do that. There's actually no humans in it. Is that right. so? This is kind of different, um, and I think the, I think one of the problems with Brave is that there's like too many humans. You know, it's like there's the, not, the there's not enough fantasy elements in, in Brave. Yeah, and I don't even mean fantasy as in like old time fantasy. I just mean there's not enough things that it, are, there's not 
much enough magic. Like not, and I don't mean magic as in magic. <laughs> I just mean there's not enough things that aren't like, um, that aren't that that you couldn't animate that, that right. need to be animation. You know, right. Brave could have been a live action movie. You know, yeah, it, because, didn't, it didn't need to be CGI'd. Like, because there's nothing, right. there's nothing like crazy about the design of the the people that are like, okay, well, we could get around, we could get around that. You know? Yeah, like, what's the metaphor behind Brave? Like, don't be nice to bears. I think that's. The, I I guess yeah. you know it's a mother. I know it's like a mother daughter um, right. story, but you know I think uh, I think Riley's story with her parents is more interesting because of the perspective and yeah that's what it is it doesn't it lacks the 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 creative perspective mm-hmm. of, of like the good pixar movies also so. it, it it has like a very capable main character where you're never really like in fear that she may screw up like you kind of have like the idea is like there is a ticking clock in in brave that like she's got to get the spell done at a certain time but you never like in fear like well there's nothing that she's done to make me fear that she can't get this done. She's... Right. What about this character right. suggests that she's going to have a problem with this? And also, she's a girl, and we're not girls because girls are icky. They have cooties. We're talking about the boys, the bros. This movie's about being bros. We're talking about That's Disney's right. Onward. <laughs> yeah, it's about two brothers <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a movie. Two brothers in a van. In a van. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's about so uh, this this is an interesting like I think this is a cool like parallel universe uh, where you know mythical creatures you know Pegasus Minotaur Manticore elves dwarves pixies they all existed and magic existed um, but technology also did and because magic was very hard to learn and technology became easily accessible people stopped trying to use magic and instead rely on technology and then all these mythical creatures became uh, a society reminiscent of what we have today yeah. and uh, this is how people live until um, a boy on his 16th birthday finds a staff a wizard staff from his father that uh, get, that that makes him think that he might have a, a chance to meet the the father he never had right so uh, it's uh, and, and him and his him and his kind of his screw up bub, brother go on a quest to to make that happen. Um, so the trailers didn't really fully paint that picture. They they, they definitely made it sound like oh it's like fantasy, but you know they're living like a like a suburban life, and oh we're going on an adventure. But I feel like if we knew from the trailer at least what they were trying, what the adventure was, right? At least a little bit. I you know you know I hate spoilers and trailers, but I think Onward didn't give us enough to go off of because that's that's a, that's a decently compelling plot. No, yeah, and, it, uh, it, it um, I think it, it focused more on like the mundane that they that the world made magic. It's like mm-hmm. they focus on like, well, this used to be like like everything used to be great and everything, and now it's like, oh, now we got cars and like it's it it, it did kind of I don't really remember the trailer too much, but I remember <laughs> like yeah, it was like it, it is it is the whole thing of like what used to be great and like fa- and and like um, and it sparked our imagination now it's just like oh that's normal shit for us now that's like you know go back 40 years and show them a cell phone their brains would explode and like yeah and but then yeah and at first when the movie started sorry go ahead oh no no yeah uh i'm just saying like it just it's like if you if you took shrek D &D and office space and rolled it into one you would kind of have like (laughs) this movie yeah Actually, uh, before uh, before I say what I was gonna say, um, because I already forgot, it's uh, the movie is t- is like filled to the brim with fantasy and D and D references. It is nuts. Like his van being named Guinevere, like uh, you know King Arthur's uh, uh, you know um, love interest. Uh, you got like references to like locations, items, enemies. The Manticore is a D and D special. The gelatinous cube is like <laughs> is like one of the most iconic uh, uh, adversaries in D and D. Like, and just the, the the structure of like going on a quest, having like an item. You have your classes. You have like you know um, Ian's the wizard. Barley's like I guess a bard slash barbarian. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. 
Yeah, because he, the, uh, yeah, he would be, yeah, he'd be a mix of two. Well, and there's, the mom is also something, too. The mom is a, like a warrior. Uh, yeah, I'd say mom, the mom's like a fighter class. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think Barley's a bard, because yeah. he's, he's into music, he's all support, you know, um, he's giving those buffs out, and, but he doesn't actually, he doesn't actually do much on his own. Um mm. So I, I think yeah I think it was a wizard I think it's it's a story about a wizard and a bard, um, going going on a quest and it's it's done really well it has a lot a lot a lot of references like uh, there's like a Lord of the Rings themed uh, like like Burgershire the Burgershire also the, and, uh, the I don't know if you uh, oh no it, the uh, the CD the the tape deck in the Guinevere is called L O R so lore oh nice. Yeah, it's like small. Yeah, like you're saying, there's small, so much small shit. Like you just, and yeah. if, especially if you're into it, and if you're a kid, uh, getting into it, like this is definitely this is your touchstone. This is like, if Lord of the Rings seems too heavy because three hours each movie, that's a lot. You want to you want to quit you want to quit jump, do onward like. Yeah, but at the same time, um, it's like every Pixar movie. Onward has a lot of rewarding. Uh, uh, I guess Easter eggs and and jokes and and attend and details that reward people who are into who are already into Lord of the Rings and already into um, you know all that that whole uh, mythic, magical, fantastical genre. Right. Yeah. It's uh it's funny because you know I see Barley and he's got the denim jacket with the buttons. <laughs> you know he's got the beanie. He's got the uh, the disappointment complex. He's got the cast with like a D twenty on it, yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Fuck, that's my outfit." <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> that is that but, is cla- know, that is classic Comic Con Matt right there. That like, yeah, <laughs> that's the uniform. No, <laughs> we've hit the floor so many times when you're, you're geared up with your <laughs> with the wow. uh, the hooded uh, hooder and uh, denim jacket going on. Combo, yeah. yeah. Me and a more iconic duo, my red hoodie and the <laughs> denim jacket. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's really, really cool because, uh, I, I mean, if you're not into any of that, there's still a good story for you there, you know. But the same way I loved Incredibles because it was a cool take on superheroes, right. I love Onward because it's a cool take on fantasy. Um, but I also, like, I, just like any other Pixar movie, I think this though it's really compelling is the story about two brothers. One that is sort of doing everything right, but on a personal level, he's not, you know, he's, he, he hasn't he's done anything. Playing it, he's playing it safe. He's right, he's, safe. he's making lists. He's he's drawing in perfect uh, straight lines. He's, he's, he's following, doing, exactly. He's doing it he's all. He's following the straight and narrow path. Yep. He's, uh, yeah, he, like, you could definitely tell that he is uh, off, like, if you if you've ever seen a sto- a Pixar story before or a story before, you could definitely tell that he's gonna come out of his shell by the end of the movie. It's very rare that he'll be like, "No, nah, I'm mean, just staying in there, staying in that shell, just for another uh, another couple of movies." But uh, and then and I think uh, Barley is the exact opposite, where his confidence kind of masks that he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, there are two halves of a of a coin there. You know they're uh, they're good foils for each other, um, and it, it's 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 cool because uh, you you know I can identify with with Ian a lot, and my relationship with my brother is sort of similar. Where you know I definitely followed like the path like the straight and narrow path that my parents wanted for me. You know, like become a doctor, make us proud, that whole thing. Right. And uh, and my brother definitely, I guess, kind of. He he's finding his way. He's finding his way. He's a late yeah. bloomer. He does. He didn't have he's a, a late, yeah. right. Like he's now coming into his career and he's like making the moves now. Um, and it and you know it 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 took a while. His mind was like in the clouds for a bit. He was like focused on you know his car, girls, and stuff. I mean, he still is. Right. But you know he's. A, <laughs> but like he yeah he he his his head was in the clouds. He wasn't. Uh, he didn't really want to. You know, this kind of he, he stick around, stick stick, keep his head down, and, and hit the books and all that shit. He was he was a big party guy, and so, um, and so like that kind of relationship with like how they view each other. Because mm-hmm. uh, my brother, you know, for everything 
for all the shit I give him and everything I've, I've, I, I've, all the bad things that I think and say about him, he is, he's always been supportive of me. He's always had my back. Right. If I ever need it, I know I can, like, if it's ever something that he can do for me, I know he'll do it. Yeah. I think that's sort of what Barley is. Yeah. I think this is kind of an interesting also take because both of us are younger brothers. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, even though you have a younger sister, me and you are both the second born in our, in our family. So we both have like a a, a bit of, we have an older brother who, you know, and also with me, like, and I have kind of almost the same situation going further down with the, with, with Barley and Ian is that when they have a parent that passed, like they have, like their relationship may have gotten, uh, like, you know, a little bit, a little bit tighter after that. Cause, Mm -hmm. um, you know, cause like that, when that, when that, like when that was said, like that, that hit, like, those hit those hit bells that hit that that ring constantly, but like, you could you could tell that like he may not have uh, Barley may not have like wanted to take on that role, but he took on that role kind of uh, you know willingly didn't back down from it, but like he he didn't like it didn't like seem like he took the pressure on in a way I don't know if I'm getting that I don't know if I'm saying that right, but like. It, it didn't feel like he he made his younger brother a burden to him because there are times where you you know especially when you're dealing with emotions as a young kid after a passing you 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 kind of lash out and it didn't seem like he lashed out at like because even their fights kind of got over pretty quickly. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely seems like uh, he kind of dove into the the whole like fantasy and his i guess it, we call it fantasy but they call it history right <laughs> you know, and you know he and he became that kind of nerdy sense because he, it was sort of like you know what this reality is not working out for me you know it's like this i going through a tragedy like he was just like this is too hard for me i can't i can't like right. i can't, i don't i i feel like he the only way he could see himself making it through is if he projected himself as as an adventuring hero and that's why he was into the D and D, and that's why he was into the 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 looking up magic and stuff, and uh, and and you know, so, in that way, what I the my favorite part of the movie is that they flipped it three quarters in, and they're like, and they made a Barley story, yeah, and they made it about him getting the closure he needed to move on, rather than Ian getting to see somebody he never knew, right? To, yeah, to meet somebody new, yeah. I was just thinking, like, w- would the real-world uh, relation to, like, Barley getting into, like, the, uh, the, the, that, the quest thing, uh, the, I forgot the name of the, uh... Questlore? Yeah, yeah Questlore, all that, um, would that be just, like, somebody now getting super into, like, Risk and Stratego, where it's like, oh, this is real life <laughs> <laughs> Cause like like if it's like they say like it's 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 not like a game of fantasy it's a game of history that would be like yeah it's a risk like you know <laughs> but uh, I I I I think that would be uh, kind of a weird like, uh, like yeah <laughs> uh, sorry you're breaking up there tell telling you I'm I'm done with these video chats man yes so are you <laughs> oh. I think everything I'm saying is like three seconds late yeah yeah we got a bit of a delay i'm telling you yeah i'm telling you this this uh video chat shit's gotta go <laughs> it's yeah it's not it's this is not conducive no. to a solid I... podcast <laughs> but you know what i feel like people are one way or the other people are leaving their homes so <laughs> to say yeah. the least <laughs> yeah to say the least and, and uh i think you know, just to keep it on onward, we will say the least, but it, yeah. we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll come back to it if we if... we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll yeah. come back to that. <laughs> so, uh, tripping around it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So the thing is, before we get too deep into everything we love about onward, mm-hmm. it's not a Toy Story four. It's not Toy Story. Okay. Yeah. You know? So it, I don't think it's, it's not Monsters Inc. I okay. don't think. Yeah, like it, it's definitely. I like I like it. I don't know if it, it's not a Wally to me. Like I mean, I like Wally a lot. I like Toy Story a lot, even though it's not my you know generation. 
it's you know it's better than cars. Why is that? What that is not my generation or no why? no why is why is onward not a wally for you? I feel like because it, it's an hour and forty two minutes. It, they never really kind of they should have given it like two hours. Like it, it needed. A, I feel like it needed twenty more minutes to kind of fully flesh some stuff out. Like to really like push something like. It felt too quick. Like, it felt like mm. it was, like... Because the mom never, like... I, I got it now. Like, this is the second time I've seen it. So, like, the first time I saw it, I was like, well, why didn't the mom want to see the dad? Why didn't, like, this... And then, like... And now I realize, like, oh, she already said her goodbyes. Like, that's the whole, like, why Ian would pass up to, to Barley to see his dad. But uh, I felt like there could have been a little bit more there's a little bit more meat on those bones that you could like still eat like you know yeah i feel like for the, the mom and the match core could have had more of a, a story arc right you know like i feel like um ian inspired the manticore maybe 25 minutes in <laughs> and then that's the last you hear of, of her growing as a as a character you know right and then, uh and same thing with the mom the mom does her p90x and <laughs> uh does her billy blanks tybo and yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> and then when she's running up the dragon, she's doing the same like side steps, which is pretty funny. But uh, but yeah, I feel like there there could have been something with the mom that you could have made a, a you know a fascinating arc about too. You know, instead she was just like all super supportive all the way to the end. Right. You know? Yeah. So like, like she could have you could have given her a little more pushback where she maybe didn't trust trust the boys to right. to do something like that because she did say you know. The problem with Ian is he's too scared. The problem with Barley is he's not scared enough. So you you could make a whole thing where she doesn't, yeah, where she's like too scared for them because she maybe she doesn't want to lose them too, or maybe she, you know, just um, the reason they're stunted has something to do with, you know, obviously it's their own it's their own thing of not becoming. Uh, well, I, I guess Ian needed to. Ian went his whole life looking for a father figure when he had one. Right. And once he realized he had one, he would put everything together. Barley needed closure and needed his goodbye right. in order to move past his trauma. The mom could have had something. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, also it could have been something with uh, Officer Bronco, too, because he never really got like a save the cat moment where mm -hmm. his like his true intentions are really out there. Because it's, it's, you, you kind of get an idea that he's a He's a good guy, but in what, like, like he's kind of a doofus as well. Like, right. there, there should have been a point where, like, it maybe he was a little bit more stern if he, like, you know, if he didn't have... I think maybe because his voice was a little kind of like goofy, a little cartoonish. Maybe if he had a little bit more of a normal voice, it, it would have been kind of been better at a tone where he'd been a little bit more... It sounded like he's a little bit more disapproving. Like, um, Phil and Shaun of the Dead. Like that, like kind of like that, where like that's a stepfather arc kind of done correctly, where he's hard on him, but at the end you realize what he's doing it for. Mm -hmm. Like he'll he'll tell like it's just to, you know, toughen him up to to show him, you know, life's not going to be super easy, but you know I'm not doing this out of spite or doing this out of like any like hatred. I'm doing this out of love, like kind of something like that. Like that that's what I that's what I feel. Yeah, or maybe a moment where he came to understood where the boys were coming from. Right. Because this whole thing is like, don't give your mom problems. You know, don't like, like she's, you know, like give your mom a break and everything. Right. But if, uh, if say like in the that awesome Guinevere scene, right, when she, when they make the avalanche, when uh, Barley gives her up, if, or whatever, if Bronco, like, when everything was crashing down, got out of his car and ran through it and jumped through it. Right. right? And then he came over and he's like, you guys are willing to do all of this. And, and then like, what are you doing? And then they, and then yeah. like, they come to a mutual understanding on that ground and he like, let them go or something like that. Right. He understands could, that, that moment he has to let them go for them to become who they're supposed right. to be. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and then, cause, but there was never really a moment where you go like, Ah oh, man, like I get where he's, where Bronco's coming from. Or like, ah, you know, Bronco's Bronco's not that bad, you know. Um, they <laughs> never had took, that moment. He also took a van crashing pretty easy. He was like, mm -hmm. "Oh no, these two kids might be in this van," and he's like, "Oh yeah. no, no, it's all good, it's all good. Don't worry, don't worry, <laughs> no stress." 
I do love though at the end when he like takes his hat off and, and his hair flow is about to run, he slaps his own ass to like, start <laughs> running. <laughs> oh, oh, <God. laughs> <Yo. laughs> that got me, yo. That 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 fucking I don't know why that of all things like that it's, got it's me the so small much. like that's the thing about like Pixar comedy because also it's like small things that like just like come out of nowhere and you're like, oh my god, that was the fucking funny like that was really funny. Yeah. Like, uh... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It definitely followed the Pixar formula. Yeah. It had a bunch of like hilariously crash jokes. It had a bunch of like really like if you blink, you missed it kind of like jokes. Uh, I had a ton of references mm-hmm. to not only fantasy lore, but also like the Pixar, other Pixar things like the cooler and the truck. Andrew, uh, I was talking to Andrew about it. The cooler in the truck had a Pizza Planet sticker on it. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> um, the chef at Manticore's Tavern was a rat. <laughs> you know, you know, fucking sick. A little bit too reference. Good stuff. Uh, it, you know, it. Um, I would, I would love to be like, I love to see like a documentary come out about Pixar and be like, yeah, we put in all that stuff because we had the files and we had a missing thing <laughs> and, like, you know, we didn't want to make a new character. I just. We just hit the 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 enlarge button on on Remy and <laughs> like yeah, like they just kind of uh, like dragged him over onto the screen and then yeah. click the the bottom right at like box uh, to like enlarge him. And right. Like, <laughs> We've done. It. I'll take that Oscar now. We had the we had the license on iMovie, so we said, "Why why the fuck not? Let's do it. Let's go." <laughs> like you guys didn't realize we just recorded a cat in yeah. Toy Story Four. We didn't. <laughs> My bo- my buddy just got a new cat. And he shows a picture. I was like, "That looks great, but that's look great for the movie." Yeah. Nobody picked up on it. <laughs> it's so real. It's real. <laughs> but uh, but I do agree. I agree that um, the movie uh, didn't give enough time to let things really brew as well. Right. Like uh, when 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 Ian finally like blew up on Barley at the end. Right. Right. Nothing, I mean, he, 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 it immediately led to his epiphany, and then he immediately came back. Right. It couldn't have been more than 20 minutes, you know? Exactly. Where it's like, usually when things go badly, I find that when, like, when things go badly, it hits me the most when it compounds, you know, when it's like, fuck, we're not going to get this, and then it's, all, and then you turn on Barley, it's all Barley's fault, and then Barley feels dejected, he does something stupid, or, or Ian, like, you know, feels dejected and he says something to so- something else to someone he shouldn't say something. And then everything just kind of falls apart. Right. Because then when they make, when they come, when they are able to come together and bring it all back, it's more rewarding. Right. Yeah. But instead it's like, oh man, like Ian said something mean to me. I'm just holding one. Oh, look, the Phoenix gem. And then it's like, we're back. You <laughs> oh, know? The, the, the next plot point. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. But also they, yeah, had, although, they had a lot I of love, like, stop. Right, right. They had a lot of stop and talk to each other points too, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Where it wasn't like in, in other movies where like uh, when Ian would say like after that blow up after after like like you know you're in a you're a screw up Barley like that whole thing at the end would normally take place during the action where it'd be like you know I realized like like maybe to, like something to kind of motivate the other character to go above and beyond. So like instead of him like oh you know, like they they kind of like just waiting there while the dragon was like walking like i realize now you know it's all good but like if the dragon was like right at the attack and ian's like nah like he kind of he kind of jumped into the action right away and then at the end like it kind of just would, would come through naturally through that be like you know i realize like you, you know you know what i'm like right <laughs> sorry yeah no no I, I like they didn't find natural ways to weave in these moments into to the, the narrative. Instead, they just kind of stopped the plot in order to to put in these conversations. Right. You know, like uh, like the when the first time when when uh, Ian lied during the disguise spell. Mm-hmm. You know, and like they just kind of pulled. They literally pulled over and to talk it out. You know, <laughs> or like the the when when Barley reveals his fourth memory, like. They are literally sitting there on a Cheeto, not doing anything in order to have that uh, yeah. conversation. You know, so sometimes it felt like it did feel like 
they wrote ways to this get they, they wrote they like shoehorned in opportunities for them to have these character building moments right instead of uh causing having the plot they they yeah so they i think they build a, the plot around the character moments instead of the character moments around the plot okay. i think but you know what I mean. It wasn't that they didn't flow yeah. together naturally. Yeah, it it yeah. did it did seem like okay. All right, we'll pause. Let's do this. Right, like when they got to like when they were in the uh, on the Cheeto floating down, they're like, okay, we'll we'll pause the fantasy aspect and then we'll start the first five minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy and then we'll unpause it and go right back into the because it's it's Chris Pratt leads the league in like screwing up dead parent things as a kid apparently. <laughs> In movies dude both of them they were just their marvel characters in this. yeah <laughs> like yeah exactly 16 year old boy no father figure uh discovers he's he's got in it he's got powers mm-hmm. fucking older older guy from like the early like early 90s late 80s uh also lost a parent when he was young didn't go to the parent when they called them and has been dealing with that uh, when inability to get closure throughout. Always, loves uh, music. Always loves, touching uh, stones. Ride. Yeah. They're just they're 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 they're, they're, they're fucking Marvel characters. It's Star Lord. Yeah, it's Star Lord and Spider Man. <laughs> it's Star Lord and Spider Man. They're the, they're the exact same characters. Oh man, it's funny. One's like timid and really smart. Right. The other like. You know, uses funny voices and isn't smart. One, like, u- one uses kind of, yeah. One uses a character to kind of deflect from any like real like emotion. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It must have been a real it, hard, a hard day in the writers' room. It's like, ah, this okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just shot it on the set of Infinity War. Yeah. Right. Tom, like, Chris, can you take... come here for a second? Okay. <laughs> yeah, they have like they're they're all decked out in their like motion cap suits. Just uh, and they just put them in the booth. <laughs> but it was, uh, they didn't yeah, even yeah definitely. they didn't have to take the ping pong balls off they just like went the other way <laughs> uh, yeah definitely uh and, I mean you know but then again those they do those characters so well yeah you know, that like I don't it's not like it's not like it was stale or you know and also like that. It, Chris Pratt puts a lot into his his voice acting like he kind of really goes for it like he he. He buys it, and it looks like it, it took like Tom Holland. It looked like it took a little a little later to kind of, but also that's the character where he wasn't like fully mm-hmm. into it, but then he got into it, and it, yeah, it's not like they recorded those scenes first, right? You know? I I always um, I always find it funny when like you see like new people to voice acting kind of do the shouting part because mm. it always sounds like. They're shouting, like, they're indoor shouting, where they're, like, shouting from the they're back of the... Loudly. It's like, hey, I'm just yeah. speaking loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, they're, like, like, Yeah, I, I think um, maybe because he's got experience with it, like the Lego movie. Right. That, uh, you know, he, he's a little more adept to it. And also Chris Pratt's just, like, a, like... He's sort of like an Andy, where like an Andy Dwyer, where he just doesn't get embarrassed. It seems. Yeah. You know? He's got no shame. So, uh, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he. He is a uh... pushing, like, pushing out the idea that like this is ridiculous. There's no one around me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it did seem like yeah, Tom Holland was like ah, uh, there's a guy in the booth. I might be. I might get embarrassed a little bit. But then like, yeah, Chris Pratt comes in, does a couple of arts and vows, and he's like, oh, okay, now now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm also, again, I have a huge delay right now when I say things versus when you hear them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah. I think it's just dependent on, like, our internet connection going in and out. Yeah, but I don't, uh, mine might be a little little rough. I'm do, I am working the two-laptop system right now, so... <laughs> you, got the battle, you got the battle station. Yeah, oh, my battle station. We finally hanging up uh, the picture of baby Jesus, so it's all good now. That's... We got him looking over us. We're all set. Over the show. You know that's where the problems gone wrong. Once I once he went up on the wall, all the shit, all the technical problems went down. Yeah. <laughs> we were focusing on technology. We should have been focusing on on the scriptures. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> scriptures. <laughs> At first, I thought the movie was gonna. When I first watched it, and he immediately like grabbed his phone and his smartwatch. At first, I was like, oh man. This is just going to be the whole, like, we're focused too much on technology. We need to go back to the old ways. And really, that wasn't, like, a major 
um, like theme or motif throughout the movie, no, which yeah. I was kind of relieved by because I feel like that's like kind of a tried and true like boomer kind of mentality. And uh, I w- it would have been cool if they like found a way to start off with that, but then end up coming to a a, a climax where Ian and, and Barley both use both technology and magic right. to solve. I, I thought that would have been cool um, if like maybe Ian was more resistant to all the magic mumbo jumbo because he he was like into technology like yeah. his he, he, apparently he's he has a science class that he's good at what if it was like a, a robotics or like a tech class you know right um but it, i don't it, know exactly like you, fi- you find out that like maybe like if ian's working on like some sort of project and you find out like because he's he, he thinks it's a technology thing but it's actually just like a magic like it, it turns out to be like a, a spell like that's what it is. Like that's the like the piece he's missing to make this work is a spell. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although speaking of his school, I thought it was really cool that uh, when it took them back there, that the cursed dragon was his ma- was like the school mascot. The mascot, yeah. Yeah, that's I like, thought that was really cool. I, I thought like the, yeah, the with the face too, like it just <laughs> it's it, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> The fact that like the curse dragon actually grew eyebrows to just like scowl them. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really, and I love that his roar was the uh, bell. Yeah, that, that yeah. was yeah. That like this is like pretty smart like sound design and everything too because a lot yeah. of it is just like that is the natural thing like uh, like yeah you kind of I think in even like the 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 water the the fountain like across the street from the school. Uh, mm-hmm. like you could see in the beginning there was that that little cross symbol in it, and like like there like it it's it peppers its foreshadowing, in at moments like really hard, and then like, you know, like oh no, we we did that just so we could throw you off like the scent a little bit. Everything in this movie is set up. Yeah, it's that it's like actually that is it is so tight, where they don't bring up anything that wasn't already introduced, like. <laughs> I mentioned they pulled over for the Cheetos, and then boom, they use it as a raft. Right. Or like, um, the all his spells, the way like they come back. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of like other other times where I'm just like, where I'm just like, wait, how is that happening? It's like, oh my god, that's right, because they mentioned it. <laughs> um, like the the pixies coming back and, and crashing the car. Like the, uh, oh god, there's so many there's so many little things I should have taken notes, but I was like, kind of engrossed in the movie. The uh, um, the cops uh, apparent lesbian family that she has that came. Back oh yeah, her. I th- I think that that I think they made some noise about that, like some press noise about that. It's like, oh, Disney's first openly gay character. It's like, okay. It was like it was like eight seconds. Relax. It it had <laughs> like it had that um, Rise of Skywalker feel where it's like. Mm. And I mentioned it before, like where where they like at the end of end of Rise of the Skywalker, where you had two kind of non characters kind of show up and like, oh, we'll kiss now because we're mm. apparently we're in a relationship, but they but they edited it out of the Chinese version so that you don't see it. Like if like if you're in China, you don't see you don't see that scene. It just cuts back to when they're in the when they're they edited it out of the Chinese version. Yeah, they 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 ended it at the like the celebration after they blew up the Death Star or whatever they did in Rise of Skywalker, but like they they ended out the lesbian kiss. And this, it seems like they did that to be oh. like, yeah, because you could have taken that dialogue out at any point. Like it it didn't like have any weight to the scene too much. It kind of was like, oh okay, because yeah, like Disney does these things where it's like. They won't fully commit to it, but they'll be like, uh, yeah, 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 okay, it's there, but, you know, it won't be, it, it could have been edited out of, like, a version. Like, they did it in a way where it could, like, Chinese could, the Chinese could do that if they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, like, if you're, Got if, it. if, like, their sensibilities are a little bit too, you know, conservative, they could kind of just, like, edit that out and nothing would, nothing would be lost. Gotcha, wow. Yeah. That's actually, uh, hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, it's all about business. Yeah, because they never fully, gonna... they, they never fully commit to a character that like is like not of like kind of like the the cookie cutter way, you know? Right. Right. Huh. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, 
let's talk about some some more references. Okay. So <laughs> the uh, <laughs> so the you don't want to get political about from, Disney films. Uh, we can talk a little bit more about that. Okay. We can talk about uh, <laughs> we can talk about how how Disney is at its core um, a corporation built on making money, yeah. and they will use any agenda to do that. Oh, easily, uh, yeah. but not you know what I mean. Yep. But they won't do it in a way that can potentially harm them. Because the whole thing about taking a stance is you are siding with one idea and against another. Mm-hmm. You know? But they're not going to do it in a way... They're, they're going to take. They're gonna stand in a way that they'll be for someone, but not in a way where they necessarily have to be against someone. The uh, Was it the old uh, Michael Jordan reference? If you ever watched The Last Dance, he said this back when... Uh... There was, like, I think in his old hometown, he had, they asked him to, like, campaign for the Democratic candidate against the Republican candidate, and he's like, hey, Republicans buy shoes, so, he's like, Republicans buy shoes too, so I'm not gonna really say anything, so I feel like that's the the sentiment, they're like, you know, these people, these people buy Disney shit, so, like, we'll stand yeah. for stuff, but we won't say anything. Like, at the end of the day, he's about his money. Yeah. I agree. Um, but hey, let's talk about some references. Yeah, the references. <laughs> so apparently on the map uh, that they were following, um, the Lock Lake and the woods from Brave are on the map. <laughs> uh, the, the woods are, from Brave are also pictured in Ian's room. Oh. Uh, we mentioned, we were talking about how similar uh, Ian and Barley are to uh, Peter Parker and Peter Quill. Um, a couple other things. Barley loves playing mixtapes, and uh, and I, yeah, and I think I think you know Peter Quill's oh uh, Ian's voice cracks all the time. Yeah, like uh, like Peter's <laughs> uh, guitars from Coco are, are on the walls in the Manticore's Tavern. Okay, all right. There's a there's a restaurant called the Burgershire, and the sign says "Now Serving Second Breakfast," uh, which is a big Lord of the Rings thing. Hobbits love eating Hobbits second love breakfast. Hobbits love eating more than one breakfast. Right. Uh, one thing that I noticed actually, um, you know, when you, like on the they followed the the children's menu map, right? And like if you unscrambled it, it said Ravens Point, right? If you uh, the how it was before it was unscrambled said Averno's Pit, which is a big D and D like location. Oh. <laughs> so that that I thought was really cool. Jeez. Yeah. Um, there's. Uh, a bunch of the kids at the uh, at the tavern had like uh, kind of like how my hood looks right now, like the Sorcerer's Apprentice hats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they had the wiz- they had the wizard's garb on. Hmm? They had like wizard's cloaks and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like similar to Mickey's and the Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> and uh, one of the stores was called a uh, Sword in the Scone, like in reference to the Sword in the Stone. Um, all the it it it, it was. There's like a, all the food and drinks uh, in the in the in the movie are based on like fantasy like things too like instead of Mount had Mountain Doom like Mount Doom <laughs> like which is also a location in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, it's a lot of it's a lot of cool stuff. So well, also the, the, uh, the pixie the pixie like dusters the, the is so in life the kitchen is called. Sorry, I said also like the pixie dusters. Pixie Dust is from Peter Pan, and, you know, obviously from Pixie Lore, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, oh, the, the, so the growth spell that, uh, that freaking Barley teaches to Ian, mm-hmm. there's, uh, in the picture of it on, like, the card or, like, the book, there's a Yen seed from uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice, which is pretty cool. Um, like I said, the gelatinous cube is uh, is straight out of D and D. Like it's called the gelatinous cube. It does the same thing as the cube. Like it's pretty nuts. That's like pretty nuts. Arcane lightning is a spell pulled uh, straight out of World of Warcraft. Um, it's oh the god. <laughs> There's a uh, puddle of mush poster in Ian's bedroom. That's like kind of like puddle of mud. Oh my god. <laughs> Now that that's rare, people having puddle of mud posters. Yeah, that's the most fantastic thing about the movie. Yeah, that's like the I that's find. the deep that has to be the deepest Easter egg of them all. 
Does anybody yeah. remember Puddle of Mud? Maybe I'll put him in as the after song. I think Puddle of Mud uh, recently did a Nirvana cover. Oh, my God. That was, like, so bad <laughs> that it put him back on the map. Oh. I was like, holy shit, like, Puddle of Mud tried to cover the song, and it was terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I'm, I'm trying to remember if that's one of the bands, like, in high school that, like, I bought the album of. Yeah, oh, no. It, it is. Oh, no. Yeah. What was that one Puddle of Mud song, their popular song? She fucking hates me. Was that it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that might be the song I put at the end. I don't know. <laughs> this is how this is how editing happens. Uh, what? Where it's just like, oh, maybe this is a song I'll use, and like, yeah, oh, this yeah. is it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? I guess I don't know a lot of Puddle of Mud songs because I'm scrolling through this and like, I thought it, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else because I don't know any of these songs. It's Puddle of Mud is like like also confused with like Hoobastank, fucking. Was it uh, Fuel? Uh, yeah, I thought they were a little harder than that. Three Doors Down. Trapped. All that shit. Trapped. Yeah. Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Anybody who had, like, puka shells, spiked hair? <laughs> oh, God. I just, I'm just remembering all, like, just listening to the, like, yeah, this is totally what I'm feeling right now. Ugh. Ugh. Speak to me. This, this is what I'm all about. <laughs> I don't know I don't know basically what it's saying is like I don't know anything about music and I'm just listening to the loudest thing I could find <laughs> I'm listening to the loudest things my parent will buy me right now because that cause doesn't have the, the parental advisor uh, you know? advisory <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's hilarious um but yeah obviously the dragon uh was was like big foreshadowing at the end. So was the stat like again the monument that Barley was protesting ended up being plot relevant. Like yeah, every everything that that was useful. Oh, the AC was um, introduced early on. Yeah, the air. <laughs> yeah, it, it was too strong, and then they used that against the pixies. You know, like every the sprites or whatever. Um, the manticore, like talking and like the sword and everything and. Uh, that I mean, she was a huge dude. She was a huge lore dump. But I love that she like just ripped off her sleeves and had like the yeah. plot tattooed on her. Tattoo, yeah. The exposition tattoos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you have the dragon tattooed? <laughs> you never did this before. <laughs> I I like I like that when they find new ways to kind of do exposition dumps to like mm-hmm. have a little fun with it because everyone knows. It's like, like self aware. Yeah, it's like this is kind of boring. Like, but then you go like, okay, well. Especially if you don't know fantasy and D and D and like how that all goes, to have just a character just like rip off their sleeves in a funny way, like, oh, this is gonna happen, that's gonna happen, and this is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Um, obviously, uh, Barley's jacket had it, Barley's like vest had a ton of different things. Um, like uh, for example, like like we said, I said I had a D twenty. It's got a hydra on it. It's got a phoenix on it on the on the back, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like his. They have uh, yeah. They on um, on the oh, they, on like the poster. They have one of his vest, and it's like it has all like the pins on it. And, like you kind of look through it, and it's it's pretty detailed. Yeah, it's great. I love that. All right. Um, what is it? We're, we're about forty-eight minutes in. Uh, I think. We, oh, okay. I think we push this boat out into the uh, the ocean as much as we can. <laughs> now it's time to shoot a flaming arrow at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hmm. It, this is it's interesting because I definitely, uh, I definitely like this movie a lot because it appeals to things that I'm interested in. Right. You know, um, and it, and it, it particularly caught me with all the references, but I will say that it wasn't as, uh, I, I guess it wasn't as like thoroughly, thoroughly written and like as fleshed out as say like a Toy Story 3. Okay. Um, like Barley meeting the dad was huge for me. I, I, when I teared up was when, uh, 
Ian's going through the checklist and realizing that he had done it all with Barley. Right. Um, <laughs> not only through their childhood, but just throughout over the course of that day. Right. That got me. That got me. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna, but so I, I will say it's still a strong movie, and I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. I mean, I I agree with you. I teared up a, a whole bunch of times uh, watching mm-hmm. it, uh, especially the second time around. Uh, was I, I teared up in the beginning with the whole like that in the beginning yeah when the the family was kind of all together and they're kind of like you know that sad moment in the beginning uh i teared up on the cheeto where he's when he told what's going like what his fourth memory i teared up at oh, that man. Yeah. and then uh of course at the end when you know he finally gets to when barley gets to see his dad and you know all that shit all that sappy emotional shit i cried at so uh yeah, good job pixar uh, but yeah, I do agree with you. I think this is, it is, it's a good, it's a very good Pixar movie. It's not one of the best. Um, I feel bad that it didn't really get a full run at the, in the, in the theaters. Cause I, I think it could have, could have done some, some, uh, early damage. I, I see, I actually kind of disagree. I feel like, uh, I feel, wow. Olivia, Octavia Spencer was the manticore. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I actually kind of disagree. I feel like uh, the movie didn't have a lot of good marketing behind it, like uh, like Toy Story Four and stuff would have. And I think it if it had uh, gotten if it had put on theaters and maybe didn't do as well as like as it deserved, right. like it wouldn't like it like I, I uh, it would have been a shame. I, I you know, think this I came, felt bad. This came out right at the beginning of twenty twenty. So oh, it already came out. Yeah, it came it out. It came out in the theaters, oh. but it was. While in the midst of its run, uh, it came. Oh, I'm sorry. It came out in Mar- Came out March sixth. So oh God, that sucks. It only got really like kind of a half of a week to do stuff. And even even at that point, I think people were like trying not to go out. Exactly. Like it was getting like shit was getting real serious. So yeah. like it never like. But Disney was you know they were smart enough to put it out on Disney Plus, and I think it's doing well on Disney Plus. Um, and yeah, I, I think like it sucks. Maybe if, when everything kind of opens up again, they'll put it back out just to be like, Hey, you know, we've got a couple of months until, uh, Black Widow comes out. Check this shit. Cause yeah, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's around an eight, at least a seven and a half, eight. So yeah, I, I, I'd say an eight just, yeah. um, yeah, I, I'd say an eight. I think, I think, yeah, I think, it, I think an eight is a good number for it too. It's strong, but it's not, you know, yeah. rewriting the book. It's not It's not like winning any medals on how strong it is, but yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's pretty strong. It's better than the average, like, Marvel movie or the average Star yeah. Wars movie or the average, I mean, shit, there's been some less than great Pixar movies, too. It's True, definitely yeah. not the worst one. I think also yeah. it's, a, it's a nice distraction movie where you could watch mm-hmm. it and be like, if you're feeling a little bit, you know, gloomy, Going into it, mm-hmm. at the end of it, you're kind of in a different mood. You're kind of a little bit better, like, a little happier. Well, you know what we should do? Mm-hmm. We should rank the Pixar movies at some point. Because there's yeah. a lot. Totally, yeah. There is. There, there, yeah. Is there more? Wait, oh, you know what's funny? Pixar in, has been making movies a lot longer than Marvel, but there are, like, more Marvel movies right now. I think, I think it's, Yeah. I mean, we could do it. We could definitely. Like, that, yeah, we I think could Pixar do. puts a little more thought into it. Yeah, I think also because it probably takes like five years to do one movie. So. Yeah, for sure, and they have to re- completely reinvent uh, uh, animation whenever they do a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why it's taken Avatar twenty years to come out with a sequel, because they have to do something like yeah. incredibly like different. <laughs> I feel like uh, at one point Avatar like seven is going to be like you know. We decided that the best, like, like the true technological feat was not creating simple animations of people, but actually putting real people to film in this movie. And so what we did was we were able to use prosthetics and makeup to to make uh, Zoe Saldana seem six foot tall and blue, and then we put the camera on her, and oh. it was like, oh. Avatar, what? Avatar 10, you're going to find out. It's like, yeah, you know, everything we did before, we actually just decided to create our own people. We decided to just yeah. <laughs> genetically enhance humans to become 
avatars or whatever the, the Navi. Like they're that's what they are. See, see, my joke was going towards like going full circle to regular filming. Right. You went to like like Ju- speciation. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's three uh, movies after you. <laughs> What would be great is, like, Avatar 8 is they just send the cast to the Avatar theme park in Disney to be like, all right, go go to Disney. And one of them has a crisis about, like, my culture being put on display. <laughs> Bastardized. Monetized. Oh, my culture is not your prom dress, bro. You, bro. <laughs> bro. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, guys. That's going to do it for us this week. Um, well, that's going to be the shoot for us. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a hell of a week. You know, uh, we know, we know, we understand what, like, we know what's going on. Uh, we didn't want to, like, we kind of wanted to stay, not stay away from it, but just kind of distract a little bit to kind of give a little, little levity, even though these video chats are, they're good, but they're, they're, they're missing that, that, you know, movie mayhem spark that we had, that, that in the room spark. But, uh. That's right. Chemistry uh, doesn't uh, always make it across. I think, uh. You know, the thing as far as like what's going on, I think I don't think we have much to add, like with our words, right. as far as like something contributing something new or helpful. Um, I think, you know, like like we like we've donated, we've kind of put our money where our mouth is. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like when Corona first hit, and you know, it was all you could hear about. I really took solace in. Things like distract if the, the thing in the in the things that decided they were going to keep the show going. Yeah. And so I don't know if that's what we're going to do yet, or if the, if this will be a relevant statement a week from now. But um, we just want we just want you guys to stay safe. We want you guys to yeah. be, you know be careful out there. Uh, you know it's it's crazy and people are you know they may not be doing it for the right reasons and they may be putting a lot of people at risk but we know if you're doing it for the right reasons we want you to be safe just you know take care of each other just kind of just just you know it's i'm trying not to say something when i put the puddle of mud song at the end to make it really like shitty <laughs> but I, I i seriously like like it i, I didn't want to post our do- like the donation on our instagram because i felt like it was. It's a, not something to brag about. Exactly. Like I felt like it was. A, I felt like it was a flex, and I was like, I don't. I don't want to flex. I don't like when I told Andrew. He tagged. Andrew, I agree. Andrew tagged when me in a it, post. It's like, I, I, yeah. it, it's like I don't like tag. I don't like chains. I prefer to just like you know what? I'll I'll find the cause and I'll donate. And I donated to the Minnesota uh, Freedom Fund. Uh, you know, there's the protect. There's uh, take back the block. There's there's a whole bunch of charities out there that are doing things and you know there's probably going to be more coming out because there are people who need it and there are people who are you know fighting a fight that they need all the help they can get and for whatever little we can do we'll do it like i mean i don't know i mean i know that sounds weird but like we're we're not we're not gonna back away from this so we'll we'll see we'll pass on information we'll do what we have to do to get to get it out there and yeah, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I agree, I agree. We're not going to be like um, Beyonce and the stay quiet while, Damn, taking shots. while uh, something like this happened. <laughs> We're going straight for the, I'm shooting for the head, man. Going for the queen. Going straight for the top. <laughs> for the queen, exactly. <laughs> Let's get the Bayhive against us. That's what we need. We need a nemesis. Well, that's what I've been stronger than the Bay High. See, that's uh, to do a little. That's what I've been trying to do with our friends who have podcasts to kind of get us like maybe we'll have like a bit of competition. But the Mm -hmm. only like, but Nick Landy's such a nice guy. I can't do it with Nick Landy, and I already stole his gimmick on the other one, so I can't really just. (laughs) If that didn't get him upset, nothing will. I know he. but yeah, like listen, listen to the Landy Lodge. Obviously, he's got some new shit going on. He's got, I think he's got a new format coming on too, where oh. he's gonna talk about. Like, yeah, I think I have to like. You know what? We'll talk about it later. Like we've, we've kind of uh, pushed this. We, we're kind of jumbling around at the end. It's all to fit the puddle of mud in. That's all that's about. That's all why we're. <laughs> that's all. It, but like seriously, guys, uh, if you're listening, stay safe. Be mindful of other people. You know, take care of other people. Take care of yourself. Just, you know, just just 
st- just stay safe. That's all I-, I need you to do. Yeah, be cool to each other. Yeah, be cool we'll to each other. We'll, we'll see you guys in the next one. Yep. All right. See you later. Met a girl, thought she was grand. Fell in love, found out firsthand. Went well for a week or two. Then it all came unglued. In a trap, trip I can't grip. Never thought I'd be the one who'd sleep. Then I started to realize I was living.